Welcome to the Council of Moms, where we really talk about the things that are on your mind. In fact, specifically, we have listener questions today. I'm really excited um, just to dive into it. My name is Lisa Valentine Clark. I am a widowed mother of five kids right now. My kids are mostly grown. I only have two at home, although I had three yesterday. I'm kind of in that phase where they sort of like come and go and they're, you know, like moving in and out as young adults. So that's the phase of parenting that I'm in. I love hosting this podcast. I love talking with um, other other moms and, and doing some acting and voiceover work. That's kind of what I do, but I would love to know what everyone else does. And so here on the Council of Moms, we have... I'm Anna Eck, and I am a multi-business owner. Um, one of my businesses that I am most proud of is my childcare company, which is called the Mom Pod Co. Um, it stemmed out of being a single mom and then um, going through a bunch of different childcare issues. Um, and I am really proud of it. It's growing. I try to do a lot of work in my community and for helping other moms in different areas. And so I that's my life, mom, momhood. <laughs> and then it. now I get to help mom other children. And so it's super fun. And I have two kids, a baby who is only six months. She is my little angel. Just Aww. kidding. You should have brought her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought about it, but she would steal the show because she's got like a head full of hair, like literally looks like she was born with a wig. And I love it. she's just cute. And then I have my son who's also adorable. He is four. And that's us right now. Just a small little family getting going on our journey. And so it. it's fun. Hi, I'm Trina Celeste. Um, I have a mix of life experiences, but uh, I have three sons. They're, one's a Marine. He's in Okinawa, Japan. Uh, right now, I have a 20-year-old tomorrow oh. that's going to U- Utah Valley University. And then I have a ninth grader that plays the trumpet. And then oh I have gosh. five stepkids. So I have wow. eight kids if you add them up. Sometimes I joke it's three plus five feels like 27. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Right? Like I think it that just math see, checks it, out. It, yeah, <laughs> that's what it feels like some days. But we have a a large knot on the small side like you. We've just kind of <laughs> like went big bang, you know, uh, as uh, we remarried and blended a big family. But my background has been in technology for 30 years. And uh, – co-founded a nonprofit, which is most of the work I've been doing lately. I do a lot of public speaking and presentations, but um, my true passion and love is helping women in their careers and find the and between life success and a successful career and knowing how to meld those two things. And um, I recently published a book called Orchestrating Life Work Harmony and how to do that, how to find harmony in our lives between life and work and instead of trying to balance everything. So that's a little bit about me and, and what I Great. do. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm Cree Taylor, and I have – I always I, – I sometimes like – I have three kids, but no, I actually have four of them, um, and they are young. My oldest is eight, and then I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and an 18-month-old. Oh, wow. So um, that keeps – half of my life busy, well, all of my life busy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm also a teacher. I'm a lecturer at at a university in North Logan. Um, I teach in the English department there, writing, research, courses about race and ethnicity and inclusive excellence. Um, And I found, as kind of I was pondering coming down here, it's like all of my work 
in teaching and mothering, I do, I coach at some high school sports, is mothering. Like, I just yeah. do that everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I tell my students all the time, I, I start this semester and I say, like, this is my family. Here are my children. You need to see them because I worked really hard to create them. And I need you to see how beautiful they are. And also, I teach Monday, Wednesday, Friday. When I'm not on campus on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm with them. And you can email me, but you won't get an email back from me until Wednesday when I'm with you again. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I'm at a really – my husband and I are at a really crazy time because Mm -hmm. of that. But it's – all of it informs everything and – I love it. I mean, it gives me a lot of opportunities to meet a lot of interesting people and to see, you know, these 18-year-olds that I get in my class. I'm like, oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to make some adjustments (laughs) right now with my little kids so that they feel more empowered than you do or so that, you know, they don't turn 18 and really hate me, right? So I get a lot of there's a feedback loop between my mothering and my teaching. Mm. I love that. Everything's connected that. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. so great to have you guys here. Um, on the Council of Moms, uh, we have these listener questions that, you know, as we connect with the podcast and um, with the listeners, of we really want to know what it is that, you know, people worry about and that they're thinking about. And, and so thank you for being here. I'm going to dive right into a listener question that we have. Um, this is from Mia in Kansas City, Missouri. For most of my life as a parent, my partner and I have had solid jobs and we've enjoyed financial stability. But recently, a combination of unfortunate events led us to being in a much more strenuous financial situation than we've ever been in Mm -hmm. before. And we've had to cut back on a lot of the comforts that we've enjoyed for a long time. What advice does the Council of Moms have to how I should approach this with my kids? Their age is 11 and 14, and I don't want to pass on the stress of our finances to them when they're already at such stressful ages. But I also don't want them to be surprised when we can't afford some of the nice things we've had in the past. Help. Okay. So yeah. where, what <laughs> would you that's like That brings address. up a lot for me. Does yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, tell yeah. me why. Um, I just remember... My husband being in grad school, we had our little baby, and I vividly remember because I felt really embarrassed and ashamed about it, but we had no money. So yeah. I'd go to the grocery store with cash, and I would stand there, and, I, and I'd push my little stroller, and I'm doing this mental math, mm-hmm. adding, and just, okay, this should be enough, and I think we spent like $40 a week yeah. on groceries, and then I would watch it tick away, and then as... And my math wasn't, I mean, I'm an English teacher, so my math is fine, <laughs> um, but I'd watch it take away, and then I would just feel my whole heart drop, like, and then the lady, she, I saw I saw her every week, and so she was familiar with me, and I'd be like, okay, can you just put that back? Can yeah. you put that back? Can you put that back? And she was very kind, right? Mm-hmm. And she would, you know, put it back, and be like, okay, here you go, and I'd leave. And I would just sob, mm. like, because I just felt so, I felt like... I don't know. I felt like ashamed for some reason, like, oh, I can't get yogurt this week. And then yeah. and maybe that says something about me, even though really it doesn't. Um, and so when you were talking about financial straits, that's what it brought back. But I think and I don't my kids are young. And so I tell them stuff and I'll figure out how it messes them up later. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think oh, totally. about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think about like sometimes I just say it. Right. So my daughter yeah. will be in the grocery store. will be shopping. She's like, why don't you just buy this for me? I'm like, it's on the budget. Yeah. It's on the budget. Did you bring your money that grandma sent you? Well, it's no. It's a learning opportunity, yeah, right? It's just weird. We're not, Absolutely. we can't, we're not going to buy it. It's not in the budget. And she's but like, I oh, love okay. that you say it's not in the budget. I had a friend tell me, because I had a similar situation, five little kids. I was staying at home with them. My husband was in grad school. Like we had, for most of our marriage, like zero money because yeah. of mm-hmm. the careers that we 
chose. Yeah, I right. mean, you know, there is an element. You made of, a choice. I made a choice, <laughs> and I was living it out. Yeah. And I, one of my friends was saying, I, 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 I hated saying we can't afford, like we, we can't, we're too poor, or like we can't afford that. Instead of saying, oh, it's not in the budget. Yeah. Like there's an, an amount it. of money for all of these things, and we've already allocated it for that. It, it, it felt more empowering for me to yeah. say that yeah. than rather yeah. than the shame. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're shifting from shame mm-hmm. to empowerment by doing that. But I've uh, cried at the grocery store too. That's the worst yeah. thing. I know yeah. it's the worst. You just feel so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has. I feel like. You guys, I've cried everywhere though. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just much more comfortable with it now, and it's for different reasons. So. Right. <laughs> but I think there's something in that, it, it, switching the emotion of it, right? Because I grew up in a really challenged, financially challenged childhood, right? We didn't have money. There's times we were on poverty. We, you know, and it is, it, it felt shameful. It felt heavy. And I remember my mom, I remember her crying and not being, you know, not being able to take care of our family. Like, it, you remember it. And I think, you know, the advice I would give is, Move to that empowerment, and rather, yeah. and know it's temporary, yeah. mm-hmm. and you can do something about it. Right? It's it's yeah. not going to be forever. You can change, and that's a lot of the work we do at Tech Moms. Is like, let's set a new vision. This is going to be a temporary thing, and if you're working towards some way of um, improving your finances mm-hmm. and saying, hey, we're working toward this, but right now we're going to have to budget, it becomes a lot more empowering rather than caught up in the emotion and the shame and. And in oh, that yeah. moment, right? Yeah. Like, well, what are we? What are the steps we're going to take to shift how we are managing our finances? Do I need to go back and reskill? Do I need to go gain, yeah. you know, additional employment some mm-hmm. other way? And know that you're working towards something helps with going. Hey, this is going to be temporary. Yeah. Well, and I think on that same note, you have to tell your kids you're doing those things. Absolutely, yes. yeah. they They can feel it when yeah. when you're stressed out. They can tell. And yeah. then if you're not telling them, I mean, for me, it was like, I guess it's my fault. Like, yeah. you know, I guess my I fighting is making my mom stressed out versus being honest. Open about right? what's like, happening. I, feel, I think they respect that. Exactly. Yeah. I feel Absolutely. this way because we can't, I bought you these things for the holidays last yep, year, right. but I can't do it this year. I know. And that question, that change of like, oh, but I, it feels like you're going back. But yeah. that's life. Yeah. yeah. I also want to say, find your tribe. Like, honestly, yeah. I think sometimes we internalize things as moms mm-hmm. and we say, I can't do this for my kid. And so I'm a bad parent. But you might not be able to do it right now. But I know grandma can't. Like, it's yeah. okay to ask grandma. Like, I ask love grandma. That. Like, ask your parents. I, for that. Ask yeah, your grandma I for that grew gift. up also struggling. And then I was a single mom. I went through all these things. And even now, like, sometimes I'm just like, oh my goodness. And everybody said, oh, get married and it'll fix all your problems. And I'm like, sorry. Wrong answer. No, it isn't. Um, I know because I'm married and all my problems are fixed. <laughs> but um, I will say, like, I like my husband's family they're like for instance for Christmas they're super into Christmas and my family is super not into Christmas and like they're great with the gifts and sometimes at first I was like I don't like that your parents are spending this much money you know but now I'm in a situation where I'm like Grandma, yes, Come on in. Yeah. I'm sending that list to Grandma because yes. I know Grandma will help with that. And then even like sometimes I have a wonderful person, like a friend. She's so great and she loves my kids and she brings them um, gifts all the time. Oh. Well, 
my kids like they don't know when she comes so now what i've been doing is i've just been stacking them up and now i'm wrapping them all up and i'm putting them under that's that christmas so tree i mean that's, that's so you know why like not? yeah why not yeah. and they like and then of course i will tell them yes these gifts came from a friend so then it's like when they have christmas now they have that grateful heart right and they're like yeah, yeah. thank yeah. you to this friend i'm like all these gifts in here they're also from our sweet friend you know and they know who the friend is you know so i'm like so you need to make sure you say thank thank you to them when you see them so that we we are able to have this beautiful Christmas season because of the tribe, right? Because of grandma, because of our friends, and because of the people who are in our life. Like people come into your life at a time and a season, and they are there to help you. And I think we need oh, yeah. to stop holding on to that with our yeah. pride, our yeah. mom pride, yeah. and yeah. let go and find a tribe. And if you're in a situation where you need to find new friends to help you in that time, find them. Like right. go out, you know, while you're struggling I think that's the hard part too when we're struggling we want to internalize it we feel like we have to be the ones to fix the problem but sometimes we can't and we aren't the ones that need to fix the problem sometimes we really need to just find our tribe reach out to whoever it is talk to people tell them our situation you'd be surprised at the good hands that will just and how many people that you'll find that are like yeah me too yeah yeah (laughs) because like I mean even in this question like I just think how many I wonder how much a comparison is is a problem. Because, like, when my kids yeah. were younger, I worried a lot more about that. Now I, I don't right. just because yeah. life is just beating it out of yeah. me. Yeah. But, like, where you think, well, I want them to be able to do these things, too, that their other friends can do or that I see other – like, I want to – you want to give your kids the best things. Yeah. And and especially if you were able to and then you, you weren't. But I think that – I have learned, at least, like, now that my kids are older, like – it's all I put it all on the table. Yeah. You know, they know that like I would just be like, you know what? Your dad and I chose weird careers <laughs> that n- sometimes there's money and usually there's not. Yeah. And that's okay because we chose it. Right. You might choose something else or whatever, but that's why we don't have this kind of house or that, you know, these mm-hmm. kinds of vacations yeah, or whatever. Nice. But like not uh, making them ungrateful. Like right. too, I want to say like like it's an opportunity we're very grateful teach, for right? this. It's yeah. an opportunity. I remember we were I was we had a student, we have a Slack channel, and there are, our community talks a lot, right? And these types of questions come up. Um, and she, one of them was talking about how guilty they felt that they were, you know, not being able to spend time with their kid while they were learning, you know, new skill sets. And I'm like, well, bring them in. Yeah. Like, why not be like, hey, this is what I'm doing and why I'm doing it so I can provide better for our family and our future. And like, not feel, get rid of the mom guilt first yes. of all like yes. that yes. needs to be no chucked comes right like yeah. no more yes. freaking mom guilt like <laughs> amen look hey, right here right now yeah, no like, more. Stop, i call it chuck i call it pluck it and chuck it yeah. like let's get you rid of that and then and say hey there's a reason why i'm taking time right now stop for the conversation but pull them in and and what a great opportunity from a financial perspective to teach budgeting and finances yes. and talk about yeah. money and the importance of mm-hmm. money because I think we've shied away from those conversations for way too long. Yeah. Yeah. And our children are not being raised with that awareness. Yes. And sometimes, I mean, for my eight-year-old, sometimes I just say stuff like, well, I'm not that person's mom. Yes. And because and, and, sometimes I don't I have like the energy that, for a teaching mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, guys, I do work full-time and mm-hmm. there's just a lot. And so she'll sit in and she'll be like, well, she's eight, right? Yeah. And she'll be like, my friend has... Mm-hmm. 
this, it's a cell phone. When can I just get a flip phone, mom? Like, when can I just get one? Yeah. And I'm like, you're, when your grandpa buys you one. And she like laughs. laughs. Yeah. And then I say, and then she'll say, well, how come she has one and I don't? I'm like, because I'm not their mom. Yeah. Yeah. And aren't you my so? business. It's like, I'm yeah. not their mom. Yes. And then sometimes that's enough for a moment. And then I try when I have more energy to circle mm-hmm. back and, yes. be and be more teachy mm-hmm. to her. But sometimes in the moment, the conversation is like, you, I'm not that person's parent. Yeah. What great self awareness, though, yeah. for you well, to go, hey, I'm not emotionally ready for this conversation. Yeah. Well, because a, you have to break. figure out what they're really asking. Yeah. yeah. I have found myself I I'm curious too how you feel like when your kids get older how much you want to share with them and when. Mm-hmm. What do you think is appropriate? Like like real numbers. When it comes to do you money? know what I mean when it comes to money oh. and finances and Yeah. Oh, like my son is 4 and I will still I will have conversations with him. Obviously not like you would with a teenager because he can't understand <laughs> concepts. But every every opportunity is a learning yeah. opportunity, yeah. right? So like he goes to the store now and he knows that if he wants something, he has to buy it. Like that's a concept a little child can learn. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, we can't buy it this time, but we can buy it maybe later. Or maybe yeah. you can ask for it for your birthday or maybe at another time. Like teach you. There's always yeah. a learning opportunity. doesn't matter what age you can teach them. Or when we are playing, we like have all of our food set out. You know, even I do this um, with the preschoolers, you know, yeah. and I'll have all the food set out and I'll be like, okay, guys, we're going to play store, right? Mm-hmm. And I teach them the concept. They're four, but they can understand I need $4 bills for this fake ice cream, right? Yeah. And they can hand me $4 bills and then they're understanding, like, you can always teach them. And That's on so this great. note, like, traditions don't have to be firm, right? Yeah. So yes, maybe you did have a big Christmas for five years. Well, this year we're going to focus on a different thing and maybe we're going to change a new our new tradition to be visiting people instead of focusing on the gifts yeah like you can always change it and you could teach your kids that it doesn't matter what age you are like especially when they're young that's the perfect time to start playing with tradition start playing with these teaching Mm -hmm. concepts because they're okay with relearning they're okay with learning they're in the process of learning so nothing has to be set Nothing has to be a firm way. And yes, yeah. maybe their friends do it some way, mm-hmm. but you're a different family. And yeah. so why? Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so, so yeah, change it. When I was growing up, yeah, I mean, we were one of five kids and no, nobody had five kids in Nebraska when, where I grew up or whatever. Yeah. You know, people would be like, oh my gosh, that's such a big family. And I'd be like, I know families that have 11 kids, you know, yeah. or whatever. Like, you, you think this is bad? Yeah. Like, my cousin's in Utah, you know, yeah. Yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And I remember my parents saying like, well, we can live in this, like this, like we lived in a small house, a, a pretty small house. Mm-hmm. And, um, or we could live in a big house and like never go out to eat mm. and never like go to movies and stuff. But yeah, that, that, but that's our family value. Our family value is, is we want to go out and do stuff. So this mm. is why. Like, and I like that they framed it that yes. way. Yeah. And I find myself why? speaking in that the same way of yeah. like, yeah, some families value this, some va- value that. We all have limited resources, yeah. and yeah. so where are you going to put it? I feel like it's a little bit more empowering to our kids. And yeah. now yeah. that my kids are a little older, I do talk about like four hundred one ks and yeah. Roth yeah. IRAs, yeah. Yeah. and I'm starting <laughs> to like. Use that language of like, are you saving? And you know, yeah. And yeah. I, I would say, didn't the listener? They said their kids were thirteen, and yeah. And so I like count my blessings that my oldest is only eight. Yeah, because she still just kind of accepts what I say. Yes. So I wanted to like kind of make space. Yeah, that's for their that. reality right yeah. now. Yeah, she's yeah. just she's she's eight. So and I'm I'm like, man, when she's thirteen. <laughs> How would I explain to her? Like, yeah, no, yeah. we're not going Those to. So I like get count a my blessings. That, complex. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I want to make space for that. Like. Yeah. yeah, they're not always gonna be happy 
with what you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and especially with this money Never thing. Happy, no. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. with the money yeah. thing. Well, totally. last year, this, that, and the other. Well, how come you made that or choice then? Or my friend then? does this. My friend yeah. does this. And mm-hmm. so I think, and, and as kids get older, and that's terrifying for me, I like my kids little, um, but for me, it's like, eventually I'm going to tell them something and they're really going to hate it yeah. and I'm not going to be able to convince them to yeah. accept it. Yeah. Um, and so there's also space for that, right? Yeah. Helping them um, navigate maybe the sadness and the loss that comes with the financial situation and then also helping them go but here's what we're going to do as a family yeah, to yeah. still to make this that. time special yes. yep i think what keeps coming up to mind for me is that quote comparison is the thief of joy yep. yes. right like and and yep. i think about that all the time of like well i could be doing this and they're doing that and it mm-hmm. it's teaching that to ourselves to myself every single day right <laughs> i'd have to still do that but with my kids as well like we're not them. I love mm-hmm. that you're saying that. Well, I'm not their mom. This is us. We get to choose our choices and mm-hmm. and do what we can within our life with what we have. And yeah. and are we going to be the creators of change? Yeah. And right? and not putting their value on their bank account yes. right. too, because I think a lot of adults do that too. Oh, and I love what you talked about about finding your people because. Um, I feel like uh, I didn't do this intentionally, <laughs> which is kind of by accident, mm-hmm. but I'm really glad that my kids grew up. We have lots of different friends, like some are really, really wealthy and some are really, really not, you mm-hmm. know, and, and having friends like on the different scale and being like, it doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. like right. for a friendship, like yes. you don't have to just be friends with people in the same economic bracket as right. you. Right. And it's right. actually kind of great not yeah, to yeah, be it's free it, it be, yeah and then you connect with people in a different way it, i think it helps with that comparison because yes. it's just like oh no we all mm-hmm. have different yeah. life experiences yeah, exactly and as a mom can i say this on your note <laughs> holy cow um we always are like i'm never gonna do that like my mom and 100% <laughs> always yes, <laughs> like, absolutely. Like should we all just so apologize you, to our yeah. moms like yeah, right yeah, now yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So mom. your teenager's going to be like, oh, mom, you ruined my life and I don't like you and I'll never be like you. And then they're 110% going to be like you plus extra. Yeah. So you can always just be like, about, okay, baby. <laughs> you yeah. know, let uh-huh. them move on with their life because they're 110% going to be just like yeah. you. And they're going to have that situation too. One almost everything that you're facing in your life, I feel like prepares you for something in the future, right? Yeah, every that's the challenge you have, it. every experience you have, it prepares you for whatever it is. And you won't, sometimes don't even recognize it, right? right? And then later in life, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad that I went through that poor period of my life because now when I'm in a better situation, I know how to handle those kind of things that come. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so everything, yeah, everything right? we, yes, well, everything we have. Others, recognize yeah, other empath- people. Yes, don't take so it for many brand. lessons. Mm-hmm. And so think of that for your kids too. Yes, they're experiencing that, but maybe one day they're going to grow up and they're going to be, I don't know, surgeons or whatever. They're going to have yeah. a ton of money and they're going to remember the work that you put in and the care, the transparency, the conversations mm-hmm. and the lessons mm-hmm. that you taught when they weren't in that situation. They will come out of it. Yeah. We yeah. will come out of it. We all do come out of yeah. it. So a, yeah, right now, yeah. We have a little plaque in our living room that says, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Yeah. And it's kind of been like our family, like, Hey, what are you going to work for? Mm-hmm. Don't just wish for it. How are you going to get there, right? Yes. And I think just getting that uh, mentality of like, well, we've got to we've got to work towards things. Yeah. It doesn't just show yes. up. That entitlement, I think, mm-hmm. is like a challenge for a lot of kids these mm-hmm. days, right? Of like, oh, I'm just supposed to have the phone. Yeah. I'm just supposed to have mm-hmm. it, right? Yes. Not understanding somebody had to work to earn that. Yeah. yeah. And and how that works, I think, is a great understanding. Yes. 
And I think when you've been in that situation too, and you have been helped out by other people, like when my husband was really sick, it was a very expensive disease and people Mm -hmm. helped us out to adapt our home and like stuff that we couldn't have done on our own. And my kids remember that and they see like how how much it meant to us yes. mm-hmm. and they want to give and mm-hmm. and that idea instead of how much can I get but also how much can I give I mm-hmm. is yes. like a value that I want my kids to have right. yeah pull out absolutely mm-hmm. listener wherever you are you're gonna you're gonna pull out <laughs> yeah. we're gonna, gonna do it okay. I think we solved it <laughs> yes. yes I think so you know it comes and goes but it's not always the the end all this is just a yeah and, and it's gonna yeah. be hard like it's it, it, it sounds like they're at like the brink of a challenge, yeah. right? And Doesn't so, it? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, when we were in grad school, like yeah. that was you know eight years ago. But they're it sounds like they're right at the beginning, and so for me, it's easy to be like, and I survived. But yeah. when yeah. you tell a when story, I'm like, it, man, that was horrible, was. and I hated yeah. it. So I think yeah. there's space for that, right? There's hope on the other side, but there's also space for this this mom and her kids to just sit in the 100%. fact that this is hard and and we'll navigate it and we'll be successful, but it is hard and it, it's okay that it sucks sometimes. And they'll yeah. probably go through it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's never over. Yes. <laughs> there is hope, but there's also no hope. Yeah. But there is hope. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Like, no, you no, couldn't no, have said no, it better. No. And I believe it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>